And welcome, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast. My name is Charles, aka the Handsome Home Buyer, aka Captain Permit, aka El Budio Maravilloso. You know what that means? Um, Do you have a Colombian some, wife? <laughs> Oh, yeah, close enough. What, you know what? One out of two is not bad, bro. That's better than 99% of the people that came on here. Um, what the, was it? The Marvelous Jew. Fired up today. Got my protein shake. Getting jacked in person, in life. A lot of exciting stuff going on today. Today, our Long Island Business News article comes out. Just got interviewed by Newsday earlier this week. Getting a lot of press for the Oceanside deal. Wednesday, we have the, um, the final stop on the... I call it the open book tour. Do you know about this? Do you know what's no. going on here? So essentially, we have a really big deal. We have a, we have a number of big development deals that are in the works. But um, I have a deal with Oceanside Jewish Center. They have four acres. And we're going to be subdividing and taking two and a half, roughly, of those four acres. And we're going to be building something. We're going to develop something there right next to them. The cool part is I came up with five development concepts that are economically viable and that there's a demand for in the Oceanside area. And we're taking it to the people. Like, instead of doing the normal developer shit, which is like on the DL, try to get something approved, and then all of a sudden there's like a 300 unit apartment building popping up next to you, and you're like, what happened here? We're literally going out into the public, having big meetings with the public, and saying, yo, what do you want? This is who we are. This is what'll work. Here's the good, the bad, and the ugly on each of these. You guys give us our input. I'm actually gonna have ballots at this event where they can vote and then voice concerns. Cool. So we have a number of stops. Uh, Chamber of Commerce, we met with some of those folks, the Kiwanis Club, and we're documenting the entire process. Wow. Cool, man. You know what else is cool? Captain Permit. 516-513-8838. If you need plans, if you need permits, if you just want to look at a guy who runs Captain Permit who's easy on the eyes, ladies, give us a call. Mike is the man, our new COO, COO of the operation, crushing it. No one's more efficient. From the day you call and we're out there, Plans are drawn up, measured, stamped, sealed, ready to rock and roll in within a week. That's the goal. Nobody out there is doing that. Can I get a nobody out there is doing nobody that? Nobody out there. Nobody is out, out there is doing that. And today's guest has the experience to be able to uh, to back me up on that. And you're going to learn about him in just a minute. Obviously, if you have a house that smells like cat pee, has been dated from the 1960s, development opportunities, anything real estate related, you know I want to buy it. 516 seven 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 sold all right so we have a multi-generational rock star in the room ready you get fired up yeah, i see yeah, you adjusting pumped. in the Here seat you're like yeah. ready you're like all right let's do it here it is so let's go down the uh, go down the list we had to abridge the list because yeah. i actually ran out of paper okay this gentleman is a broker owner he's a rehabber he's a second generation broker owner i should say platinum award winner lifetime achievement award winner hall of famer his brokerage has one of the highest PPAs, and I'll let him explain that in a minute, in Nassau County of any brokerage. He belongs to the best of the best, Remax Central Properties, Mr. Chris Hubbard. Thank you. What's up, man? That's awesome. That's awesome. You like that? Yeah, that was awesome. Good to have you here, man. do that professionally. So we, um, <laughs> so we, um, I've known about you for a long time. I actually, the first time I ever um, heard about you is, and we never even talked about this, ironically, I was trying to buy a foreclosure, which is a super rare thing. And this was like four years ago Wadsworth. in Merrick. Oh, maybe No, not. in yeah. Merrick. It was a corner property. Okay. It was blue. It was a cape. I missed it. You bought it with your mom. You guys blew it out. Did a great job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the first, like, that was my introduction yeah. to... Uh, yeah, it's right by my babysitter. To, uh, to blue house in the corner. Yep. Chris and, and, and Joanne, a.k.a. Mother Hubbard. Yep. Which I love. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you're obviously a top producer. Oh, we forgot that part. Um, 82 houses sold in a year. Uh, yeah, retail sales in one year. That's probably my highest. But that's, I mean, that's not so, bro. Yeah, for my mom and I. It's not where I, my my greatest potential, but it's good. But, it, I mean, it's it's got to be pandemonium. Like, legitimate pandemonium. I remember we were great. talking... Yeah. Even now, I remember you know changing market, and we'll we'll talk about that later. But even now, you're like we're doing at least one transaction a week, so it's like yeah. I mean that's amazing. It's great. Plus, you're doing a ton of great things with the agents, and you're approaching it like I I have this beef, and I say it on here all the time. Whether anybody listens to me is a different story, but I feel that there is a huge void in the market with brokers. So I feel like 99% of all broker owners, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not putting you in this group, which is why you're here are not giving the value to the agents that they should be getting. Right? So that's that's my theory. But um, before we go into that and all the amazing things that you're doing because it's like it's revolutionary, man. It's like you're Thank you're you. leading you're leading the charge. You're leading the movement of brokers who are looking to A bring in technology, B truly develop their agents, and C be able to step out and and not be selling real estate so that you can use your time to help them grow their business. Right. Which is really where it's at. But let's take it back to the to the to the beginning. Um, your mother obviously kind of paved the way for you, right? She, she like did. she was your inspiration in, in the real estate. She was industry. I, mean, from, I can imagine. From a young age, you know, she would talk about it. You know, I was probably eleven, uh, no seven when she started. But she was at Century Twenty One, big producer, manager. I started out cleaning offices, real estate offices. How old are you? Eleven. Uh, okay. Twelve. But then she would have properties. They would need clean out jobs. They would have like side jobs. You know, do this, do that. So I was always, I was always hustling. You know, I had a paper route. You know, uh, I've done probably everything. You know, in terms of jobs, working at a deli. Um, you know, when you get into high school, it's like, all right, you're gonna play sports after school. Are you gonna be great? And what's that? What's that gonna do for you? Or yeah. are you passionate about that? I was always passionate about business or making money. So, uh, and my, and things happened to me in my life, which I learned at something called Landmark Forum. It's okay. something that I embraced recently. It actually had like a breakdown and then I had a breakthrough mm-hmm. with my life and just concepts and perspectives. Isn't it interesting how like, so when you say breakdown, like you were like, we don't have to dive into it, but yeah. you, were, you were physically at a, like mentally at a low point. Uh, well, everything was amazing. Okay. You know, thing, business was booming. You know, um, I was, you know, I highest level of my business but it was more about relationships you know that I had with people you know like my family my friends um, you know some things were happening where it just and, and and I have one of my current business partners now was telling me you gotta you gotta go like she so would just give me you gotta go to landmark you gotta go to landmark and that was the one thing where a lot of red lights after I after I went to this event I had a breakdown I had a breakthrough I learned a lot of things but a lot of those red lights and those relationships just became green was that um, was it as a result of like your methodology and how you were kind of viewing the world, or was it like related to the amount you were working, or like? Uh, it's a. I mean, you should. I think everyone should look into Landmark Forum and just see, you know, do, do their own research. It's okay. it, it it has a statistic that over ninety four percent of people say that it's had a positive impact on their lives and the relationships in their lives. Okay. And it's just it's just digesting the human brain, that like when something happens. We make a story of it, okay, and that makes you want to be something, or it makes you want to do something that maybe you're not. Okay, but what the human brain really does is it's 
constantly making meaning of things when it really means nothing. Oh, so basically everybody mind fucks themselves is what you're saying. Yes. So and if you just get out of the way of yourself, you can have anything you want. Shit, maybe I, I think I should go to the landmark forum. Right. So you is it, Maddie, right? I don't know what's I think you should come right. with me, bro. Right. So, <laughs> so like in the past, when I first got here, you wrote all that stuff down, but flip yeah. it over flip it over. I'll forget, not not that sheet. But it would have been it would have been blank. So okay. you could you could do whatever you want. Right. So that's Good. the past and tomorrow's blank. Wow. Yeah, See, you're cool. you're super into. I mean, again, there's 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 so much stuff, but I don't, yeah. I don't want to miss things because I know it's you cool. and I jump around like crazy. Yeah. But I think the very cool thing about you also is you were born, raised, and still operate at East Meadow. Yes, right? born, raised, lived there, offices there. Love East Meadow, Central Nassau. I'm the Long Island boy. So yeah. your your mother, you know, is is in real estate. Um, and the cool thing is it like she made you earn it like from 11 years she old she has you yeah. cleaning offices yeah. doing this doing that my graduation of middle school she says you're not bumming around with your friends you're getting a job you're working all summer I was 14 years old wow. working at like a camp and it was probably one of the best things because it, it, it you know it sets those things in your life that says work hard you know be nice be respectful and you know I think that that's a good a good thing to you know anyone experience you know it sets that those thoughts and those beliefs in your head to work hard, be nice, be respectful. So, you graduated high school. Yes. You, when and at what point? I know you went to college, but at what yes. point did you become a an agent? A realtor. Uh, my last year of college, I was a finance major. Okay. This is when the trade center went down. Wagner College is on Staten Island. I'm okay. standing on the rooftop of my building with all my friends, and we're watching the, it fall. Wow. So I'm a I'm a finance major, and I'm thinking I'm gonna work on Wall Street. I'm a numbers guy, numbers all day, every day, formulas. And that's where I want to go work. And then I'm thinking I'm going to go home after college, save my money, commute into Manhattan, mm -hmm. and try to be on Wall Street or an accountant or some shit like that. Why would I want to do that? You know, was was that really like watching the towers fall? Was that was was a pivotal moment in your life? It was a thought. You know, when that happened, like, is that what I real? Is that really the city was very intimidating to me because I was always from Long Island. You know, when I get into Queens, it's like, ah. Uh, you know, it's congested, the parking, you know. I, I was on an appointment the other day. I got a ticket for parking on, on, <laughs> on, on, on the, a normal street. Yeah. But you can't park there because there's a hospital there and there's guys all over the place. Yeah. And they're writing you up. So I'm just, I'm a little out of my element when I'm in the city. I'm not comfortable. Okay. Um, I mean, I love the city, but only for about a day or so. And then, uh, yeah, so my mom actually had an injury and I was in college. So she said, listen, I need you to run some people around. So get your license just show houses and you know you'll make a few bucks and that's what I did and wow. uh, this I is just after college after graduation my senior year of college I did an internship at Century 21 selling houses <laughs> yes so I got credits okay you know for, for t you know taking classes and yeah. learning real estate yeah but I was actually making money Wow okay yeah. so that was like the start of it and I, I liked it I was intimidated of it because I was so young I had that belief that, oh, I can't sell houses because I'm only 21 years old, 20 years old. And, it, you know, it was true. But, you know, some of my older friends, because we were talking before about, you know, some of the experiences that I had and people that I were hanging out with. So I always hung out with, like, an older generation yeah. of people. So some of those people were buying houses. So I was, you know, introducing them that I was selling houses. So I started selling houses, and then it was... You know, three houses my first year, five, then eight, then twelve, then fifteen, then twenty, then thirty, then forty. Yeah, so it just gross. kept going. Yeah, it just kept going up and up. So here's so, 
for me, I've, I've never really, I mean, I sort of had a partnership, but I've never really had a partnership in my life, right? And then, obviously, I, I work with a lot of family. So every time I, like, have somebody on here who, you know, work with their mother or their father or their uncle, whatever, I'm always, you and your mother seem to have a, an unbelievable relationship, which is very, very cool. So, we, we always have had, and we still do, but now when you, as business partners, I have a, what I call an MVB. B, MVVB, okay. Mission, Vision, Value, Belief. Okay. And she has an MVVB, which we're completely different. Yeah. Because of the age. Yeah. Right? So she has certain, it's called GPS, Goals, Plans, and Systems, mm-hmm. at her age and what she wants for her life. And I have, it's completely different. So when you don't see eye to eye, you know, we just kind of have to have those conversations of, hey, this is what, this, if this is your goal, if this is what you want to, you know, achieve, work less. And still make the same or more. This is how I think you can do it. Yeah. But when you're when she did what she had has done, it's hard to let go of those. Of those course. Things. Yeah. No, I'm that yeah. makes perfect sense. And that's like one of the things I was like I was thinking of because I've had, you know, I, I worked with my father in the body shop business before, like kind of indirectly. He had a body shop. I had a body shop. We never really worked together. But there comes a point in time where, and I. I see this as almost restrictive with a lot of people who haven't done what you've done or went through what I did to, to get where I am in the sense that we had, I had a business issue like 10, 11 years ago, which ultimately led to like the passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that work with, with family or work for their father or their mother or whatever it is. And they never, that, that passing of the torch never really happens. And here they are into their late thirties, forties, and they never kind of realized who they were on their own because they're still under that kind of like the, the thumb for lack of a better word. True. You know 100%, what I mean? hundred percent. But we have two platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the office and then there's Hubbardteen. Okay. So there's two passing up the torches. And my mom used to have three partners. They were one of the biggest offices in 2005. But when everything collapsed in 08, they went from like 50 realtors down to 15. And she yeah. lost all of her partners. It, wow. It, it, they, it, they left they, the they left, but she was still a big name. And she yeah. loved Remax, and so did I. I was five years in it, still green, but you know we consolidated down, you know space expenses reduced. We went down to like thirteen or fourteen, and then you know I helped build build it back up to over thirty. So talk a little bit about that time. Like, what was it like to be? Because I haven't been I've been in real estate five and a half years, so mm-hmm. I wasn't in the game at that point. I remember being in the body shop business and standing there and being like, it felt like the whole world just shut off. Like it felt right. like there was a faucet that was running and it just got shut off. Yeah. So talk to me about what it was like to be crushing it pre, pre-crash pre and then experiencing the crash and then having to, to work your way out of it. Yeah, I mean, well, we saw it probably coming before most people because you know we had a lot of inventory and things were not selling, so you gotta do the reductions. And it was, it's really just about communication, but you know, we talked before, I, I always seek coaching, always seek training. And I was doing things like I call it a CCP, a client care program. So I was uh, doing NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Yeah. So I was always doing training on these scripts and just communicating with my sphere, my, my PCs, my past clients. I was identifying yeah. my advocates. I was doing things within checklists to nurture these relationships. Like when I re- uh, received a referral, I would reward so they repeat yeah. all the R's. See, this is why you're the man yeah. because most guys use that use NLP to try and pick up girls, you're using no. it to try and make money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah, I mean, and, and, it, and, it, and it all ties together. So yeah. there was one coach, this guy, Joe Stumpf, mm-hmm. um, he, he taught me NLP and I, and I trained in that for a while. 
He was a real. Um, he's a real estate coach. Or? Yeah, he he built a, a company called Buy Referral Only. Okay. And that is the greatest business of all time, where you don't need any cold business. It's it's like, oh well, you can't even get in my door. You can't talk to me unless you tell me who referred you. So there's a story behind his him building that business. About it's about a dentist. Okay. Which has the highest rate of suicide, but how can a dentist be highly highly referable? Mm-hmm. When you walk in that dentist's office, it smells like cookies. There's lazy boys that kick out. You watch TV. You're watching a flat screen on the on the TV while you're getting operated on. So this guy built this dentist office, and that was his story. But I thought it was so awesome. So it was more about like, how do you really make that experience, that client experience timeline, yeah, amazing? So it's a lot of communication. It's a lot of NLP. It's a lot of removing objections. It's a lot of expectations. You know that you have to set. But I was also going through a period where you know now when I'm 2008, I'm five years in the business. Um, that's when I really, my mom, I remember the exact house where we came at an appointment and she's like, you, you got it. You know, you, you're, you're, you got it you know, because of some things that had happened in that consultation. And, uh, you know, that's really where I, I really started to climb, but it was because of the lead generation that I was able to create the appointments that I were able to set the conversion that I was able to have th- those conversion rates and the servicing. It's also um, the work and the amount of time. Like how many yeah. from from twenty one? At what like how old were you at that point when she's like you got it? Tw- twenty six. Okay, so yeah. you were you started at twenty one. You're finally getting traction and like are the success five years later. It's a five year overnight success. Like right. it took five years of seven day a week, you know, grinding. Well, it's it's always been seven days a week. Real estate is always seven days a week. It's very hard to turn it off. I mean, it's a choice, right? But I made the choice. Um, yeah, um, I made the choice to uh, to be in it seven days a week, you know, and um, my family understands that. My mom and I, during holidays, we would have these conversations, and I have three siblings, and they, they, they're disgusted by it, but, you know, it's what we always talked about, it's what we always did, and I set that tone early with a lot of buyers and sellers. I'm like a real estate doctor. I'm on call. You know, you can call me, you can text me, you can email me. I try to set some boundaries, especially now that I have a family. But it's that commitment, it's that passion. You know, people, I was just talking to a guy last night at 8.30, he's like, Chris, and I was telling him about, you know, 203K loans, I was telling Mike about that, because yeah. he's FHA, and he needs a concession, and after that, he has no money. Yeah. And it's like, well, have you ever thought about a 203K loan? We'll look at the bottom of the market, buy something low, rehab it, you'll have everything that you want, he can afford a high payment. And sometimes it's just the way that I talk to these buyers, maybe even these sellers too, you know, people. It's a different language. And the only reason why I have that language is because I've invested the time to study, to practice, to take action, to review where I made my where I made my mistakes. My weaknesses became apparent. I doubled down on that. And it's just that's called SPAR. Study, practice, action, review, reinforce. So, but you, uh, you also started from the bottom. So you've... You've, I mean, you're out there in the trenches selling houses. Yeah. You've cleaned offices. You've done this. You've done that. You're, you're a broker. You understand how to cultivate agents. So you can, when you're working with an agent, you understand everything he and she is going through because you, you live it every day now and you've lived it. Yes. So I mean, that's empathy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I could put my, I'm in their shoes. Talk to me about. Um, so there's a bunch of so I want to talk about I want to talk about technology essentially sure. so real estate and technology, real estate tech is a huge thing. I feel like a lot for as many people as you see like embracing it, 
but that's only like the one percent. Right. You embrace that on a million different levels. You yes. You're now getting into social media, green screen. You were telling me you're building yeah. out a um, a whole new part of your office yeah. dedicated to the agents to helping them get online yes. videos, etc. Yeah. So you're like one of the guys who's really leading the charge with that. I like to consider that I'm leading, but I'm really following. You know, I'm part of the biggest network in the world. I told you my, my net worth is my network. Not only my, my clients, my friends, my family, but um, I get to hang out with some of the top real estate agents and owners in the country. So when I go to these events, like my wife's like, oh, you're just going to Vegas, hang out, you know, have fun. No, I'm investing the time. I'm having amazing conversations. I'm learning things and I'm coming back and I call them nuggets. And I, you know, sometimes I refer to my nickname as Chubby Nugget. And I'm just I'm just handing these nuggets, I'm just handing these nuggets out because my name is Chris and my last name is Hubby Chubby. It's kind of like Jumbo Shrimp, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I joke around with a lot of people because I try to make it fun. Yeah. But um, it's uh, Remax has something they released like three or four years ago. It's called Momentum. Okay. And uh, it took over the whole country because it's a lot of business concepts. It's by this guy, David Scott. A lot of the things that I'm saying, it's only because I've sat on my couch at five in the morning and watched him for an hour, day after day after day after day. And I've learned a lot of these things. And it's called complete agent development. Let me ask you a question, yeah. just out of curiosity. Yeah. Was there ever a point in time, like when your wife was your girlfriend or even now, yeah. where you're doing stuff like this and she looks at you like you're nuts? She don't, yeah. Well, she always knew from the moment she met me that I was different in terms of like passion. I'm passionate about a lot of things. And she, um, I don't like to sleep. You know, sleeping to me is overrated. So, you know, she she is someone that like. How many hours a night do you sleep? I got a clock, like five, six hours. So if I go to bed at nine, I'm up at three. If I go to bed at 10, I'm up at, you know, whatever like, that five hours is. You're just so, this five morning, hours, you're up. I was up at 4 a.m., yeah. Because you went to sleep at 11. Yep. And yeah. you feel good? You look good, bro. You look yeah. well rested. Well, I'm, I'm at the gym now, you know, five, six a.m. some days. Two years out. I've seen the flex yeah. photos, yeah. Yeah. I've seen uh, it. I don't. Uh, no, you're making progress, man. You're making progress. Yeah, no, it looks I got good. under 180. Yeah. No, last night I went time. to the. I had a meeting at the meatball place in uh-huh. Farmingdale, and I woke up today like after like seven hours of sleep, feeling like I was half poisoned. So I don't. I mean, I. I want to be that guy. I, maybe it's a Remax thing. Like Brian Carp's obviously a Remax it is. guy. It's it's a Remax thing. He's freaking lifting like yeah. like 800 well, well, pounds no, it's, at three it's in, in the morning. Moment, it's in momentum, and our CEO now, Adam Contos, huh? he's a former Marine. So there's there's it's it's a movement. You know, there's Facebook pages that some owners have sent me because they mm-hmm. see me being all like health and everything. Yeah. And they're closed groups, and they all they talk about is, is you know what do you want to accomplish? Setting those goals, setting those plans, setting those systems up. You know, life aspirations. Life's too short, man. So I want to ask you about two things. Why Remax? And I mean that mm-hmm. two way, twofold. A, why Remax in the sense that you could have been a part of your top producer you could be a part of any franchise you want or have your own name yeah why remax and then for agents out there who are seeking guidance from someone who's really going to give value to them why remax uh i mean you know i i went in with century 21 but i i didn't i wasn't there for long my mom opened up the franchise so i've always been there you know Mm -hmm. so it's always been my home um but they are the number one brand in the in the world Nobody sells more real estate than Remax. That's the sign of a Remax agent. I mean, they're the only real estate company in the world that they actually have a cost where the agent pays a cost to be an agent. Okay. So that's called like a, a promotional fund and a, a, like an admin fund. Okay. So because they have that fund per agent, um, they get to be the number one real estate company in the world uh, in brand. 
um, technology, um, production. We talked about production per agent. They're like two yeah. to one versus any other franchise, 16, 17 transactions per agent across the country, where the average agent in every other franchise is doing like six or seven. Okay. Um, and just the culture, you know, the culture, which we were actually um, independently owned for many years, our region, by a gentleman named Henry Weber. You know, God, God rest his soul, he, he passed on. But um, when the network, when the LLC corporate came back in and bought the uh, uh, territory back, New York, New Jersey, the region back, it was like a whole new game, whole new game. Because of the people that were there, momentum came in, I was hearing about it, I'm watching it. And I call that the omnipresence. Like when I'm over here, I'm over there, I'm seeing it, I'm hearing it, it's everywhere. I can't get away from it. So it's now like, here's the Kool-Aid, here's the Kool-Aid, here's the Kool-Aid, here's the Kool-Aid. All right, Kool-Aid's good. I want more Kool-Aid. I want more Kool-Aid. So, and that's how I met you, you know, because cause I, you know, I heard you, Peter Grosso, you, you ever heard Charlie, Handsome Old Boy? I'm like, no, not really. And I'm, I was disconnected for social media for a long time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're here, you're there, I'm watching, I'm like, Dude, I have, to, I have to talk to Captain Permit. I'm looking for, you know, so, someone like Captain Permit. And uh, that that's kind of how Remax is. And um, um, it's, they're, they're the best, you know. They're, they're number one in the world. And I, I want to be the best. And I, I, I if you've cut this vein, you're going to see the red, but you're going to see the, the white and the blue, too. The um, the awesome thing about you, which I, I know is very important, and I strive to do this in my own business, I'm just, I'm not, I'm nowhere near as good at it as you, is business systems. So like you are like the efficiency business system king, king of systems, yeah. like bananas. Like you have it all down to like you could just be as efficient. Like you have notes ready, boom, boom, this click out. We're like you're a machine. So, so yeah, I've been I've been very blessed, you know, with with uh, the universe just delivering certain people to me in my life. And uh, you know, one of my agents on my team, her name's Diane. She's she's amazing, and I got her from another agent that came in and brought her, her with him. Okay. And he said, I can't, you know, I can't really do anything with her. He was like an old school agent. He was on his way out or, you know, you know, only doing X amount of transactions. But he knew she had amazing potential. So it's about accountability. You know, like I have all these amazing ideas and, you know, thoughts of things to do. But, you know, if you have an idea without any action, it's just a, it's, it's nothing. Yeah, but that's 99.9% of the people, right. right? So that's what I'm talking about. People talk a lot, right? But they take no action. Right, and then when you need to be held accountable to, hey, did you do that? You know, how did it work? You know, da 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 da. How do we make it better? It's called uh, AID. I was uh, doing a video about that the other day. Adding, improving, and developing. Mm -hmm. So I'm adding things. Um, VACs. They're called vital activity checklists. Mm -hmm. So I can deliver that client experience to buyers and sellers. So that a lot of what realtors do is 75, 80 percent administrative. Mm -hmm. 25% and probably what you do too. It's all administrative stuff, I think. I always say 85%, I tell my staff all the time, 85% like yeah. of what we do is making sure everybody else does what they're supposed right. to be doing. Right, so what Momentum taught me is if you can get total clarity, that's like the hottest word in my life over the last few years, total clarity and, and get to a level of consistency because that's the problem with a lot of realtors. They don't want to do it again and again and again and again. Either they're getting bored or they're getting discouraged. But you got to get to a level of consistency, and then those—that's when your strengths and your weaknesses become apparent. You got to always be, you know, studying and practicing, taking action, reviewing, reinforcing, masterminding, and that's how you'll get better. And so I developed a lot of these vital activity checklists, 
and we're just continuing to add and improve and develop it, especially with technology and video. And we're going to try to rehumanize this whole experience and this whole process. So just people are just raving about it um, and, and automate it because I think I mentioned to you, I'm really trying to leverage myself out yeah. so I can go and do other things with my family or with my life, but come back and you know everything is still going. Yeah. And I was never even really there. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the hardest part. I mean, just yeah. so everybody can. This is on a this is on a very very small scale, but this is my first impression when I walk into your office, right? And this, you know, some people might not think this is a big deal. I think this is a really big deal. So I walk into your office, and your you have a secretary behind the counter, and she's talking to somebody. She's very nicely, you you know, you know how you come into an office, someone's having a conversation, you could sit there for like an hour waiting for them to finish. So she immediately stopped the conversation with him very respectfully, introduced herself, said hi, thank you very much, put me into the conference room on the window and, side. Yes. Then came in. Yeah, on the window side. Then came in. You actually have to tell me why you do that in a minute. Came in with a, with a menu of like, can I offer you something? We have this, 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 and this. And I was like, I feel like I'm in a five star resort in Remax in East yeah. Meadow. Yeah, it's not the fanciest, but there's that's a checklist. The level of right. care yeah, that, is that, like that's a first impression, and it's a checklist. Now yeah. I could also have a sign in front of my office where it says reserved for handsome. So I can have like a little whiteboard with like a post mm-hmm. and literally put it in the street. Do you and do you, that? I have the sign, but yeah. I didn't do it for you that day. Okay. But yeah, I can put the sign there as long as no one parks there. Yeah. And I, you know, and then obviously when clients come in, welcome this person. But it's a system, and you know, having the right administrative team is only going to get that into motion because it's my idea, and uh, it's not my idea. It's something that I've learned that I yeah. should do, but it, unless my admins help me do it. Yeah. It probably won't get done because I'm just... You don't have the time. But yeah. here's the bigger thing. Like, we're talking about systems, standard operating procedure, but what you're really doing is you're creating an experience. And it doesn't matter what industry it is. It could be permits, it could be selling real estate, it could be selling widgets, whatever it is. You are creating an experience for the people that you work with Yeah. that few, if any, other people are doing. And that, that starts with the sign in the street and your secretary and the presence and the sit by the window and the refreshment list and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's when you do something so many times, you get bored. Yeah. Right? So that's another reason why I think a lot of realtors struggle because you got to do the same thing. It's it's being committed to mastery. Yeah. Right? If you want to be at the highest level and master something, it's like Bruce Lee, you know, he fears a man that practices one kick 10,000 times more than a man that knows 10,000 different kicks. You gotta do it again and again and again and again and again. So what I do when I do it again and again and again and again, I just try to do that empathy and say, hey, if I'm the client, how could it have been better? How do I make it like Disney World or world class? Because when I've, I go to Disney World all the time, and every time I go, it's freaking awesome. Because Walt had everything down. Do you know that they come and they take all the garbage they never let the garbage cans get more to half full yeah. and they only take it from underneath hmm. you never see garbage people coming and cleaning them out they take it from underneath and they never are so when you reach in to put your garbage in it's never higher than half so what do they That's have like si- they have everything underneath? is underground there yeah wow I mean I'd say most of the parks there might be some that are not but most of the parks where everything is underground they get everything from underneath I mean I read that somewhere but it's true Wow. So that's just like an impression, right? So yeah. I kind of, you want to be at the highest level, you know, you need you need those systems, you need those touch points, you need you know you need to deliver that experience. Now, listen, I'm not perfect. It doesn't always go that amazingly well. 
you know, I have some experiences with clients where, you know, they may not have enjoyed that experience or they didn't like me, but that's okay. At some point, I want to have a conversation, find out what it was. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it was just them, you know, and that's just how they are. They'll never like anything. That's a, that's a percentage of the population. It's and, a small percentage, but it is a percentage. And that's okay. But if it was something that I did, you know, let me know so yeah. I know how to address it, you know, for the future. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's important what people need to understand. Like, every hyper-successful person either currently goes through crazy shit or definitely went through crazy shit to get there. Like, a business doesn't open and everything's amazing. You know, like, you remember, you and I, like, you and I had spoke, and you're like, hey, so you're doing the Captain Permit thing. Like, I have 30 agents. I'd love to, like, do business with you. And I, at that point, I turned around and I said to you, I said, I'm not ready. Right, yeah. Because because I wasn't. You're not. You're being very honest. I wasn't yeah. ready until, like... So recently, now that we have our new COO, and now we're really getting the systems in place and really moving, now we're ready. Right. But if I press the gas, if I press the gas at that point, the whole thing blows up. But you have to know that that's part of the process with any business. Like you have to go through that stage. Right. But you also know that if you're gonna, you know, have me come in and try to develop a new relationship, you want to be ready because you want to deliver at the exactly. highest level. Right. So, in in the same moment, I'm so conditionally. Um, systemized that the moment someone says I have a need my first thought is not Captain Permit it's somebody else yeah. and I go through this script of oh well you want to do this and I have this touch point where they get this so that's just a matter of just revamping it and adding someone else in and then just being me being systematic about introducing you which I've also talked to uh, a title company um I want to prepare sellers for all of the turbulence, I call it turbulence, that, okay. that could ha happen in a transaction. Okay. Especially with the title part. Uh, adverse possession, I mean, you, you know all this stuff. Um, the COs or the lack of, judgments, liens, uh, missing sats. So I want to put someone like you, another title company person that I know, and maybe start making videos where I'm with the client and using the technology that I showed you before, the bomb bomb where I can send my clients a video of you and you're gonna talk to them and say, hey, this is what I do, this is what I can do for you, That's and it. this is way my value. And if you want something like that, you know, all my information's below. Rather than me, you know, calling you spontaneously, you're busy, you don't answer, then I gotta text message them or email them the information, it's very dry. So uh, we're gonna do that, we're gonna do that when we get my, awesome. my, my studio set up, yeah. But this is like, the cool thing about you is you like, it sounds like you almost like obsess about the experience and how you make it better. And like that's like, that's that's the ongoing never ending game for you. That's like so, the challenge. So I have my MVVB, my, my mission is to help agents, for, you know, for Remax Central Properties. Mm -hmm. My mission in my life is to help people. So my vision in Remax Central Properties is to take mastery based people or agents that want to accomplish all their life aspirations, I'm going to help them do that through my complete agent development program because it's so business and entrepreneurial that it is life changing. And I talk about, people talk about managing time. You can't manage time. It just goes by. Click, 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 click. The only thing you can manage is your vital activity systems. So if you know what your highest and best use is, we call you know we talked about that. I call it habu. Mm -hmm. Your highest and best use, if you can manage those vital activity systems. So it's it's like a pyramid. 
Vital activity management systems, you become very intentional and proactive, you become very effective and efficient, and you're reaching your greatest potential. Now, you need staff to help you with that. There's just too much, there's not enough time. So you need to develop people, and that is very painful, Yeah, as you know. Because it's very time consuming. It's very time consuming to find the right people for yep. the right reasons. Yep. So that I think you were, we were on Facebook one day and I said, hey, did you ever do a personality test, like a disc test when you're interviewing someone? Mm. Yeah, I remember to, you To about find it. out you know, what type of personality they are. Because people of different personalities might excel at certain things, but they're gonna suck at other things. So the cool part of, you know, one of the many cool parts about being an agent that's working with you is like, you spend a lot of time and a lot of money training with all kinds of different people in every aspect of business, life, entrepreneurship, etc. right? So essentially, what it seems like you've done is it's like a culmination of all those things and your own experience come together where you develop your own program yeah. where agents, you're saving agents a ton of time in the sense that they could go and walk the same path and spend tons of money and time and fly across the country or they can come and work for you and, and get it right there 100%. with a bow on it ready to go. Yes, I have so many chubby nuggets, so many things that I could share with them. They are the golden nuggets, you know, golden nugget, right? Yeah. Everyone hears that. Mine are real, real chubby nuggets. <laughs> right? So, and <laughs> it just makes it si simple. So, so, <laughs> so, so. All right, Matt, the name of this podcast is going to be called Chubby Nuggets. Chubby Nuggets. Chubby nuggets. No, I love it. Right. Chubby yeah, Nuggets. Yeah, awesome. That's it. We got it. So, so, um, some of the best owners out there, because hmm. agents want to get to that next level. So their next hire might be a buyer's agent or a transaction coordinator. Okay. But they don't know how to make that hire. It's very hard. You know, they're 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 a technician in the industry. They're not a business owner. You ever read uh, Michael uh, Gerber's book, The E Myth? Yeah, of course. Phenomenal. Book. Amazing book. Um, amazing book. Everybody should read it. So there's another one. By, um, I can't. I can never remember the spelling of his name. Lachini or something like that. The, um, the advantage. Okay. I've I'm reading that. that one now. That's like next next level after E Myth. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so one of these broker owners, or a lot of them, they talk about agent service divisions. So I take I took my vital activity checklist, which is over 80 administrative and uh, um, tasks, as well as um, world-class touch points, whether they're emails or text messages or video messages, to set those expectations to deliver that world-class experience. And I, I have my admins, and this is the painful part, I have them doing it again and again and again and again and again, and we're reviewing it. And we're at the point where we're like, well, hey, Sandra, hey, Diane, hey, hey, JJ, how long does that take for you to do this from beginning to end, mm -hmm. right? Even if it gets messed up or there's a, an issue and you got to do some back and forth because maybe the agent's not that great or the client, you know, communication is, is, is a lack of four hours, five hours. So I put a dollar amount on an administrative rate. And then I said, well, if we wanted to offer this to agents that were doing 10, 12 transactions, if they wanted to get to 15, 20, 30 transactions on their own, you have to remove them from the administrative tasks so they can just stay into the, the dollar productive. But who's gonna service all of that? They have to now hire a TC, a transaction coordinator, to handle all that. I have that. It's called an agent service division. And if you wanna pay X amount of dollars, I have the 80 to 90 things that we can do. You may not like everything, so you're, you're not even gonna know what half of them are or what they mean. And I've typed these templated emails and text messages and you could pay X amount of dollars per transaction and the agent service division takes care of it for you. Yeah. So you can go on vacation with your family, right? And let, let my agent service division micromanage the deal for you, move it across that client experience timeline, make your client still get that world-class service, branding the agent every time, 
and it's 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 phenomenal. Yeah, because I think a lot of agents want to go out there, and um, well, there's a couple things. A lot of agents are like, oh, I want to become a broker. First of all, being a broker is not a title. A, it's not an yeah. easy thing. It's, oh, a brokerage of an of an office. Yeah. Yes, I mean yeah. to have your own office, have your own like. It's I always tell people like if you're in a situation where, you know, if you have somebody like yourself, there's no the liability, everything that you go through. There's no point in you being a broker if you have somebody like yourself who's offering the things that you're offering. Yeah, I mean, and I pay for a lot of them. There's a, a platform that um, there's an owner that has two thousand agents. And they just he just merged with another office um, out west, and they run the whole state. So they're on a, they're on a level where um, the per, it, the perfect agent systems is now all web based videos. Yeah. So I call it like an onboarding system. I pay for that to learn what he's launched, and I give it to my agents for free. Yeah. Right. So it's just another item of value that they can leverage to improve their life and their business, and that's just you know. It's just that's just how I am because that is what my my vision is. vision is that's my mission. But the big thing it's like people you always hear agents talking about like split 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 and split matters only in the absence of value in my opinion. Yep. So that's what I say because <laughs> you know if you go to a place where it's all you know a debt transaction fee or like you know a small percentage whatever but like they're not giving you anything. It's it's True. worth it to pay a little bit more. Yeah. To have your time freed up, to have the experience that much better, because it's going to grow your business. Right. So instead of doing six transactions, you're going to do eighteen transactions. Right. But you know what? Everyone's different. You know, these are the choices. You know, these are the thoughts and beliefs that people have. Um, and you know what? If you are sub forty k a year, you know, even sub fifty k a year, you can go to those um, maximum commissions. You know, I call them landlord tenant relationships. Just pay your rent. I don't want to see you. Mm. That's that's how that broker agent relationship is. Just pay your you know monthly fee and get 90, 95, 100% of your commission. And that's what it is. There's no value, yeah. right? And price is the only is a factor in the absence of value. You're 110% right. I won't compete on price. Yeah. I won't. I mean, I have my model. It is what it is. I very, very rarely will change it because that's my va- what I value. But I can offer so, so many things of value to you to help you grow your business, to help you grow your life, to help you reach your life aspirations. I mean, we're going to do amazing stuff together. You know, no. we're, just, dude, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, we're, we're just we're, getting started. We're young. Yeah. So there's two more things I want to talk about before we wrap yeah. up. First, I want to talk about golf. Yes. You like, <laughs> I mean, I hear you talk about golf and yeah. the way you do and the passion in which you do. And like, yeah. it for you, it's like, it's a philosophical thing. It's it not is. like a game. It's yeah. not like some old guys getting hammered, drinking beer, driving around recklessly in no. golf carts. No, and I do that too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah. But for you, it's like again, it's a philosophical thing. It's a yeah. challenge. It's, challenge. it's yeah. It's yeah. like it. It seems to be like, like what am I looking for? Like a like like a synonym for for life for you? Like a, like it's just life happens on the golf course. Yeah, if that well, makes it's, sense. It's 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 one of my only things that um, I'm fully free, you know. So uh, I I start early in the morning. That's really what I realized. That's the only time I really want to play when I want to, when I want to play well. And I suck, by the way. I'd say ten percent of the golfers shoot when they really count their score under a hundred. This is what my friend, who's uh, his name is Mike. He's he's awesome and he's my buddy. He's a fireman, and we we've played you know many 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 times because of his schedule. Right, he could play. He's got work and uh, three days on, three days off, and we can go six in the morning during the week. Mm-hmm. Most people can't do that. I will never go on the weekend because I'm working, and I wouldn't want to go on the weekend because that's when everyone nuts. that's when everyone goes. Exactly. Right? 
But I realized that it's so mental. You got to invest the time. You got to seek training. You got to, you know, you got to study. You got to practice like anything else. And if you want to master something, you got to put in the time. So um, I like it. I'm passionate about it. I want to play well. Um, and it really means nothing. It's just me versus me. Like yeah. no one's going to give me an award. But I just like, I like doing well at things. I like being in that 10%. And that's how I am in real estate. That's how I, I'm trying to get with my, my fitness goals. Um, and, you know, that's where, you know, that's just kind of who I am. Lastly, what's the, um, what's the future of Remax look like for you? Remax Central Properties? Yes. Oof, that's a loaded question, man. That's uh, why I asked it. Yeah. So, um, agent development is at, is at my highest priority. You know, getting that production per agent from that high level of 10, 11 transaction per agent higher. Because that's what I'm committed to. And then also, um, you know, recruit three to five agents, you know, the right agents for the right reasons. Um, I don't want a lot of attrition. You know, I want them to come and I want them to stay. We've had some leave, but then they come back because they see that the grass is not greener on the other side. Yeah. Uh, there could be, uh, you know, future mergers or acquisitions of other offices uh, in the future. Um, you know, them coming together. That's what's gonna happen in a lot of real estate offices over the next three to five years. A lot of them are gonna go out, okay. um, or they're just gonna be taken over by big, big offices. The strong will survive. Um, you know, I might, I might have other people come in to assist in the recruiting and the development and the retention and everything that I wanna offer because I am still retail. You know that I'm getting into the wholesaling and that just started. And uh, you know, I have all these little things that I'm, that I'm doing and uh, you know, I have some something amazing that I worked like four or five years on that we that we talked about, which mm -hmm. is uh, that's coming together now. And uh, you know, I just want to be somewhat of a mascot, you know, and someone that shows up and you know gives the val gives the value, and, you know, and reminds everyone of what what the mission and the vision is. And everyone's just drinking the Kool Aid, and everyone has their job responsibilities, and I'm somewhat leveraged. You know, that's that's really the hardest thing. But you know uh, the key to a life of abundance is leverage, and I want a life of abundance, and so do my agents. That was the nugget, bro. Matty, you got that? Right. Perfect. Yo, I think that's the perfect way to end it. You're the fucking man. <laughs> Thanks, man. I yeah, love it. I, I, I look forward to connecting with you again. I mean, I uh, I encourage agents to go out there and speak with you, even if they're if they're coming fresh out of school, if they have if they're with somebody else. I mean, yeah, we got a again, lot of training events. We'll we'll be doing announcements. Again, I mean, I, I, I know a ton of broker owners. I know a ton of agents. I see what's out there, and that's why I always made the comment. I'm like, there is a big void, and uh, I think you're doing it right, man. I think you're one of the great. very few Thank people you. that are really that actually genuinely really care, mm -hmm. right? And it's great that you get the things that you want as long as you're helping people get what they want. So that's what it's all about. How um, how do people get a hold of you? Your social media. So you're putting out a lot of videos. Yeah, call, text, email me. Yeah, everything's there. You want to give the information so people like sure call uh, call me on myself five one six three two two seven eight zero eight call the office nine to four five one six seven three one twenty seven hundred social uh, media social media Chris Hubbard uh, Remax Central Properties I mean just Google it you'll find it I mean I need help with that marketing platform well if there's anything I can do yeah. obviously I'm here um, obviously Maddie's here mind. absolutely if uh, and obviously if you have a house that smells like cat pee it's dated from the 1960s or anything real estate related you know I'm low maintenance you know we'll have a good time you know I want to buy it 51677 sold 
And again, anything plans, permits related, if you're an investor and time is money and time is always money, we have the fastest turnaround times in the business. We are super dialed in right now. Give us a shot. You won't be disappointed. 516-513-8838. That's a wrap. Si me llamo yo